Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Collective Podcast. This is your host, J-Dub. We are on the final stretches of November and the final stretches of the college football season. So excited to talk about what we learned this past weekend with you. And I'll touch a little bit on the NBA in-season tournament at the end as well. Catch you on the flip side. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping up. Okay. What did we learn this week in college football? Again, as I mentioned last week, there weren't as many good games as I had hoped. We're getting to that point of the season where it's, come on, rivalries, let's make this happen. But we are in for an awesome weekend. Not as many games, but the games are big. So excited about that. So what did we learn? Let's start off with that first. Okay. Michigan is a, a almost certain lock for the CFP, the playoff. After beating Ohio State, they face a mediocre opponent in the Big Ten title game versus Iowa. Maybe I would say this and the Big 12 title games are far by far the worst. If you want to skip games, schedule your Christmas party or attend that party and maybe go with your significant other who wants some time with you over this coming weekend, use those two games as proxies. I just think Michigan is going to run Iowa. Iowa's a pretty weak team. And I'll touch upon kind of Big Ten schedule and quality of conference in a bit. Next, and this is on Friday, you got Oregon. Oregon looked good this weekend, beating a strong Oregon State team. And they're in a rivalry matchup, which makes the Pac-12 title game this Friday night, a potential CFP spot game. Uh, Washington is a lock with a win versus Oregon, but Oregon will still need some help, but I think they'll get in. And I'll talk about that in a second. Next is the ACC title game. So Florida State is a lock if they beat Louisville in the ACC title game. Louisville could make a claim with a win over FSU, but I'll be difficult with Oregon, Texas, and Ohio State as win-loss alternatives. The title game, this is a great game. I would say the two best games, in my opinion, by far, are Oregon-Washington and the Pac-12 championship, the final game, by the way, for the Pac-12. And then this next one is this Oregon, or sorry, the Georgia playing Alabama. Alabama didn't look great versus Auburn, but as I mentioned last week, rivalry matchups are tough, and they won. They won in exciting fashion. If they beat Georgia in the SEC title game, I think they'll be in the CFP. It's Alabama. It'll just be a, be a lock. And I think or Georgia would likely still get in, knocking out other one-loss one teams. So that's for those one-loss teams out there, that's a, a doomsday scenario. You want Georgia to beat Alabama because if Alabama loses, they're definitely out. And then last, Texas needs to beat Oklahoma State, likely in style, and then root for a Florida State, Washington, or Michigan upset, right? So they want, basically, they need Florida State, Washington, and Michigan to get upset because then Texas has beat Alabama, played a weak overall schedule. I think the Big 12 is just not that strong this year if you look at their teams. So I'll get to that. Let me go back. But here's one statement I want to make, though. Here's what I'm going to say. Ohio State is out. Why? Let's look. Let's start with their schedule and the overall play of the Big Ten this season. I think this is a, a key component for us to dig into. The Big Ten with 14-member schools until next year when they add UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington, sort of the, the plundering of the Pac-12, if you will. They only had four consistently ranked teams, and only three were quality teams. So Ohio State and Michigan, as we know, and Penn State. Though all three of those teams are in the top 12 or 13 of the rankings right now. Iowa's the fourth. But let's be honest, you watch Iowa, they're terrible. They're returning football back 70, 80 years. They're barely, they're winning, but they're winning like 13, 12, 10, 9, 10, 7. 
And it just, they have, if you look at the teams, they, the, the top teams they played, it, it's not even close. And I think you're going to see that this weekend with Michigan. I think Michigan's going to beat these guys by a couple of touchdowns. And Michigan's not blowing teams out. They don't have that explosive offense, but they're going to handily beat Iowa. Iowa just wasn't that good. You can see all the rankings and to look at the, the annual season. There's just not even the Big Ten didn't even have a bunch of other teams that were ranked at some point and then fell off. Like they just had a lot of mediocre teams in their conference this year. It was just down year for the Big Ten in general. So you look at that, and then you combine that with the reality that Ohio State and Michigan failed to play much of a non-controversial schedule. Now, before you jump on me, Ohio State did play and pulled a last-second win versus Notre Dame. However, I think we've realized now at this point that Notre Dame isn't that special of a team. That's not the Goliath we expected. And so they just didn't play a tougher game. And the other non-conference opponents were Youngstown State, not even Division One, and Western Kentucky. If you look at Michigan's non-conference schedule, was worse with East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. But they won every game, and there weren't too many nail-biters either. Unlike Ohio State, who barely beat or was a pedestrian for half or many weaker, heavy underdog opponents. In short, there should be no Ohio State in the playoff this year, and the CFP selection committee, like the NCAA March Madness selection committee, needs to send a clear message that if they play mostly patsies, your non-conference schedule will hurt you, especially as the Felix fans. They, there needs to be an emphasis on teams that challenge themselves to play top-notch competition. That's just me. That's what I think. So who am I predicting to make the playoff? I did this last week. I got to make a change because I was wrong in the Michigan-Ohio State game. I thought Ohio State would win that game and shock Michigan. But I'm going with Michigan, Oregon, Florida State, and Georgia. Now, as I mentioned last week, Texas will cry foul, but Oregon played a tougher schedule. Nine of the 12 Pac-12 schools were ranked at some point in the season, and six are in the mix in the rankings now as we pull in the end of the season. Oregon hasn't been impressive all year long, winning impressively. Only game they lost was a tight nail-biter at Washington, and they get revenge against Washington this weekend. Again, Washington wins, they're in. Oregon wins, I believe they'll be in as well. Alabama played a tough schedule, and Texas beat them, but they've got their shot. If they don't beat Georgia, they don't deserve a spot. They'll have two losses. Texas, on the other hand, can say they beat Alabama, and look at the rest of their schedule. It's not difficult and down and pretty pretty mediocre Pac-12, Big 12, but I think they get in ahead of Ohio State. So the net is that I think Ohio State's out. I think Michigan, Oregon, Florida State, and Georgia are in. But look for some chaos. If Florida State gets upset or Alabama beats Georgia or Iowa, God forbid, <laughs> wins, it's going to be chaos. So excited for that. Okay, last segment here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this because I know we're still transitioning. People are getting ready for NBA. They're not totally in it. But I wanted to talk about the in-season tournament. So for those of you who aren't paying attention, the NBA introduced this concept of an in-season tournament. There's four brackets, or maybe there's five. I apologize. I should know this. But they're groups of, of teams. I think they're groups of four. So there must be more than, there must be eight of them, maybe. And they play, they're playing regular season games. The games are played on, I believe it's Fridays and Tuesdays. And there are mini brackets that count as regular season games. But if you win the bracket, you will go to a playoff, which will take place in Vegas in three weeks. I believe it's the December, maybe two weeks now, two weeks from this weekend. And the resulting games will be a, an extra game, if you will. They will count against your regular season record. The stats will count. For fantasy purposes, I've been told that they will not count because it's an extra game that week. It gives it a fair advantage. But 
the players get paid out, coaches get paid out if you win. So there's extra incentive financially to win, go to the tournament and win. I think it's half a million dollars per player and some money for coaches and staff as well. A novel concept. I think I've heard some people complain about it, think it's dumb. I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But now that we've played the games, and I think we're the final in-season tournament games are this Tuesday, and we've already got a few teams already locked and loaded. I think Indiana's in, the Lakers are in, I'm probably missing a few others as well. I can say it's exciting because when you watch these games, and I've seen a handful of them, you can tell there's a little bit more intensity. There's a little bit more of, I want to win this game because it needs a little bit more. There's a little bit more emphasis on the result of this game. And I think the NBA needed that for this time of the year. Let's be honest. How many people listen to this podcast or even, even care about the NBA? Know who's in first place, who's playing well. The vast majority of you are not. I, I am because I, I love the NBA. I'm playing NBA fantasy, but most of you are. And so because of that, it's creating a little bit more interest. There's a little bit more airtime on SportsCenter. The players are into it. I think it's getting players to play more games too, which is awesome, right? The, the league is trying to space things out. These players have never had it better in terms of uh, travel conditions. They're, they're flying charter planes, nice hotels, this training staff, everything is tailored to them. So anyhow, I think it's great. Watch it. It's going to finish up, I think, Tuesday again, Tuesday, tomorrow is the final. And we'll go from there. But on that note, I hope you have a great week. I got the NFL pod coming in two days. I will drop that on Thursday morning. And I'm excited for a weekend of the conference championships. It's going to be great finish the, the season as we lock and load the CFP and all the bowl game matchups. Okay, on that note, have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Before we leave, let me tell y'all a little something. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. I said, up.